Welcome to Arch North, your community connection. Oh, wow, the levels are really high. I don't want to use community connection anymore. I'm talking to you. Are you talking I, to this me? This time I really am talking to you. <laughs> I always, because now after after how many episodes, I think I've got my, I think I've got the tagline, the opening tagline, correct, uh, out of 13, four, this is 14, probably only one out of 14 times. Well done, sir. <laughs> yeah. So we'll try it again. Okay. Uh, your connection for everything art in northern BC. Ta-da! Well done. I'm Michael Cass, and I'm with Lisa Redpath. The and I can never get your your community your coordinator. The bottle washer. The b- bottle washer, chief cook and bottle washer. No. Program manager. Program coordinator or manager. Manager, but I also do events, so yeah. there's a little bit of events coordinating in that. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the events that we had in 2019. and Just, the, just a couple. Just a couple little events. Just a couple little events. <laughs> um, see, some of the... Uh, well, and what's coming up in 2020, including the, the, uh, the choice of a new artist in residence that's right, for the yeah. Community Arts Council. So the year in review, Donna Morrison... Of oh. course, our past, yeah, our amazing, past. Amazing, amazing. Um, it's hard to say goodbye every year to our artist-in-residence, and certainly this year is no different. Donna did an amazing job, and uh, but they they become part of our family, as you know, Michael. Mm-hmm. You never really leave us. No, we, and, uh, and you know, you're right. We never really do, even if, we, even if we're away for... I mean, not even really away, but even if we, I haven't been, I haven't visited in, in a long time, not since Christmas Eve, really. Or, I mean, Christmas Eve was the first time in what? Couple Quite months. a while. Way too months, long, yeah. certainly. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, from our first artist in residence, Corey Hardiman, to, um, to Donna Morrison, um, and looking forward to the 2020 mm-hmm. um, selection, it is it's such an amazing experience working so closely with um, the artist and the resident program and and really because you I feel you both grow together oh um, definitely and the organization grows as well mm-hmm. and it's it is a really it's a special relationship and uh, so we so we've got that coming up but now we had so Donna Morrison she's moved on she's is she in Mexico yet is she down no there? No, um, she didn't go, so she'll be back oh. resuming her art classes um, okay. in the near future. Yeah. And uh, now yeah. is she staying over? Nope. Across she, the way, or she she's got a place now. She does. Yeah, yeah. she has her own studio space now, and so I I'm looking forward to to visiting. Yeah. And to certainly supporting her. I lo- I think I'll go down and visit. Speaking of visiting, the gentleman, the artist who, the young artist who I first met when I was the art, the manager, the art department manager at Mills, uh, Joseph Cunningham. Yes. Uh, Joseph was also uh, Amanika Arts artist in residence. He's in Cali, South of uh, uh, Columbia. Oh, and wow. uh, so, and I've been following his journey through Mexico down. So it's been an art journey, a food journey, and uh, just a good time, like a good time. So uh, Christmas Eve, after after I left here, Christmas Eve for, for the CFIS open house, I went home and I got a hold of Joseph in Cali. And uh, he was able to buy, 
it's funny. He's just, he's so great. He says, I was able to buy some canvas ends, some cut ends, right? Like a bunch of, I saw it online, 14 bucks he got it for. And he got a putty knife and he got some gesso. Nice. <laughs> and he's just going to town, you know. But as artists, and, and you're very creative, as artists, we always find some way to express our express what we need to express absolutely right yeah and we were talking earlier before before we started here about expressing like and i thought as we i thought do do you think artists have a responsibility to tell tell the truth as it is or tell the truth as we perceive it because i i got suddenly when i was thinking about that i got a little you know, I got a little like, well, that takes away my creativity if I tell it exactly the way it is. Anybody can do that. I I think there there are a lot of variables there. Certainly, great um, in dif- different circumstances. I certainly would love for to think that artists tell the truth as it is, mm-hmm. but with a twist. With it. <laughs> Wow, this is a really deep conversation now. Um, yeah. If it, yeah, perception is such an intimate thing, right? Yeah. It, and, and it really comes from a lot of places of of happiness and sadness and anger and all of these other emotions. So whatever journey somebody's on, right, I, it's it's difficult to to really to define what their truth is based on perception, right? Mm-hmm. But we, we as human beings, we share truth as fact, right? Or a fact is truth. We there's a sh- there's a shared value. Well, well, most maybe, people, <laughs> maybe, people maybe some of our the border. That's our, why we're arch north because we're not going south <laughs> yeah, of the border. Some of our American friends uh, some, don't see it not that all. way. Um, yeah, no, and and to communicate that in a very healthy way, certainly, um, you know. Our responsibility with the arts council is to make sure that that obviously art is being created in a in a truthful way, and people are communicating honestly. Um, and and that's how you actually, in my mind, it, succeed um, as 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 a profession, as a career in art. Um, so I hope that answers your question, Michael. It. Well, it was not so much a question. What well, was yeah, rhetorical, it was kind right? Of, yeah, it was, one of those. It was one of those um, things that when we talked about it before we before we started this this mm-hmm. episode, I I said it was our responsibility to tell the truth as it is, and then I thought, well, that may remove some of my creative license. That's so true. then I thought, well, I mm-hmm. can tell the truth as it is, but I can do it in a creative way, so I can make people. I can I not make people, but hopefully I can generate a constructive dialogue in whatever whether people whether people agree or disagree or like what I'm saying or like my art. At least it can create a constructive dialogue, and I won't shy away from somebody else's opinion. I'd like to find out what it is, and I would like to speak to them about it one on one or in a group. Um, so they know that that their opinion, and even if they make a mistake, 
right? Not for me to judge whether they've made the mistake or not, but if they come and say, oh, I didn't mean to say that, or I didn't, uh, uh, that was not what I meant, or, mm-hmm. or I've changed my mind on this subject, then I will gladly accept that as well. Absolutely, right? yeah. I have important. the right to change my mind too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I guess my own personal experience as far as my profession is 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 to when an artist comes in with their work, it, I have it's first of all, foremost, you have to be very respectful. Yeah. Uh, because it is a, an intense creative process that they've gone through. But how to guide them through I'm 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 not there to make a judgment or tell them what I think is missing or mm-hmm. wrong or yeah, whatever yeah. word you want to yeah. use. I I have to guide them through that little bit of a journey so they come to a different perspective, right? Mm-hmm. And it, they're never it's never they're never going to grow as an artist if things are sort of you know um how would you say it? If they're unchallenged. If they're unchallenged, certainly that that's... It. So, I, it, it, yeah, it, it, you talk about creativity, I, you know, as far as... That's probably the most creative part of my job is to to emotionally connect with the artist, mm-hmm. right? It, and it, it's so important that we have that trust in that... Um, relationship and it's responsibility. I, I know. I was. I've always felt like a kindergartner when I, I would come and look, look what I did. <laughs> right? You know, not so much for validation, because it, it for me. I, I and I hope, and and I hope that uh, my alumni, and 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 I hope those artists, those artists that come after me, mm-hmm. learn if they haven't already that they that they don't need validation that no, their no. that their work is good enough so You're it wasn't right, so much validation right. is just like yeah look at this man isn't this cool well that's it i i'm i'm not i'm not there to validate i'm i'm there to be truthful and to to work through that process mm-hmm. right um and like you know i've said this a million times especially from the business perspective right it Artists come in with all the talent in the world with no business sort of sense, right? <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> or business sense and, yeah. and, and no, and really un, un, undeveloped um, creative talent. So my job is to merge the two mm-hmm. and to, you know, and to guide them through. And we have an open door policy at the Arts Council. Anybody can stop in at any time. As you yeah, know, it's yeah. just this... Yeah. Sometimes a very chaotic day, but Sean and I have mastered that talent of multitasking because we never want to say, sorry, I don't have time because well, I always have time. Yeah. I always have time. I know that uh, for me, that's how it was. And there you just you just said that we were talking about the artists and the residency for the Community Arts Council. And it's uh, that's one of the benefits. Mm-hmm. That's one of the benefits is that is the. Um, the support, the encouragement, the honesty. Um, so I'm hoping it's, it's unfortunately to the. I, I would encourage people to to apply, but this year's is this year's application is is finished, is done. The deadline is over, passed. Yeah. You've got some that yeah. you want to take a look at. So if any any other artists are out there, ne- there's always next year. There's always 2021, yeah. certainly. Yeah. And um, I would encourage anybody who 
who's interested in applying for 2021 to reach out yeah. to past artisan residents and talk to them and prepare yourself. Because mm-hmm. what we're looking for is, is, is certainly, at this point in time, is new challenges, new ideas, new you know, new goals to, you know, beyond what we've had, like we, we have to grow as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, this year we've got some amazing applicants. Like I'm just blown away. Um, it's hard to, you know, certainly narrow it down to, to one selection, but you know, it, I am just very heartfelt on the, on the artists that did reach out mm-hmm. and have that conversation, not only with myself, but with past artists and residents, because that that's important that you, you know, you, you have to mentally prepare. It's, it's not just studio space. There's a, there's a whole, it's very um, complex and very. <clears throat> it's, um, I, I, I will tell people that you become a, uh, fr- a, an ambassador yeah. for the for the community arts council, also um, a semi public figure. I I think without even <laughs> without even realizing it, you know, we we become uh, even if people don't know who we are, they they I've had people say, "Where do I know you from?" You know, so our exposure in 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 the media. In social media, in the in the traditional media, um, newsprint, radio, uh, some TV, and hopefully here on this podcast. Absolutely, there, yeah. there's the plug. Um, they they, or I had to learn. I had to learn, and, and that that uh, how, mind my p's and q's. As much as I hate doing <laughs> that, really, Michael. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we won't get into that that one. But we can because it was a black and white ball and you had, look at that segue. Did you see what I did there? Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> Are you jealous? <laughs> black and white, well, the mayor's black and white ball. Huge fundraiser for the PGSO, Theatre Northwest, and the Community Arts Council. Yep. Um, some of that money goes into a uh, scholar, is it a scholarship? Or yeah, um, a scho- an endowment. An endowment, uh, yeah. 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 We're Where was that when I was at the theater? <laughs> I'm so jealous. Um, and that's a good thing. And and so hopefully, so this will be the third annual coming up in 2020. That's right. You were very excited. Um, it is working with the two other organizations is is certainly amazing and you know it it really it and it tightens our network um, mm-hmm. and it tightens our working relationship we all all through organization we're so busy all year long but we come together for this event and and certainly um mayor hall and and council and the city admin have been more than just phenomenally supportive of the arts and, and so this is this is a way to to celebrate that uh, to celebrate the success of all three organizations and to thank um, Mayor Hall and, and, and this council and the city admin for taking care of us and, and getting it mm-hmm. right. It, and, you know, I'll say that art should never be looked at. Arts and culture should never be looked at as a, as a slide on a, you know, on, on economic development presentation, you know, on a PowerPoint. No. 
It's a it, it, you can't it, it really it impacts communities significantly and when you're looking to retain professionals in communities they look for arts and culture they you know we're we're considered a mill town but we're also a university community and we are just so blessed with a, an amazing diversity that um, we have we have to keep honoring that and forever being grateful that we have it um, because you know it, it, and fighting for it. I was just going to say it's something worth fighting for. That's right. That's it's right. like that's the cultural fabric of our community. Exactly, right? and you know in. Mayor Hall's first term, or when he was running for council, we had a conversation about arts and culture. And I, and he was councillor at the time. He hadn't run for mayor yet. And I understood that he got it. Mm-hmm. He understood. And that's why I supported him uh, for his first mayor's run. Because I, I, he wasn't just, you know, giving political lip, talk, lip, service? lip service to yeah. it, right? Yeah. He actually, he understood what it meant and you know that's important and you know so he he showed he was just a very um he understood all aspects of the community obviously comes from the sporting world and you know Mm -hmm. the school district education but you know there's that there's just so much value in in the arts and culture and and it's important. Well, it's. I think it's important for the city, city council, and the administration to get behind it because this year has been a tough year for sponsorships. That's it. All yeah. around, all around. I know Theater Northwest, uh, FanCon, even here at the Arts Council. Uh, I, I think the CFIS we're doing pretty good, right? The community radio is community thriving. radio is thriving, um, but it's it, there's less money. To go, well, I don't know. Is there less money or is there about the same amount of money or is there more money? I mean, Trudeau, Mr. Trudeau, the prime minister. Oh, don't make that face. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm going to have, you know, I I think I'm going to start videotaping. I'm going to be more like Howard Stern and bring a camera in. And and, and so people see the people roll their eyes at some of the shit that I say. and, And I'm disappointed that he hasn't kept this promise. Is the investment of of federal dollars in arts and culture? I haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I I can't speak to that directly. Sean is the one that certainly looks at all the grants that are coming through, mm-hmm. and and um, there have there haven't been significant cuts, right? Well, that's a but plus, but the I guess, but yeah. the but we are always underfunded. So yeah. that's always a huge challenge, right? Remember the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the seven, the late seventies, early eighties in Toronto. It was. It may not have been the scene that I really liked. I wasn't in a hundred percent the people and what was going on, but but it was exciting because it was fresh and there was lots of and there was money even in the er, er, well the early eighties mm-hmm. not so much past that when the when the, they had the economic late seventies early eighties there was there was a boom I think there there was definitely a boom but you know I would be uh, I do have to point out that every government has the right when they come in to revamp and change programming. Mm-hmm. That that's the right. That's yeah. that's the privilege of winning an election, right? And 
And so, you know, we'll, it, we've gone through one, certainly one term. Oh, yeah. And we'll see what happens in the second term. Um, but there, there's... There's a, there's a lot of issues on the table, hmm. um, certainly for them to, where does arts and culture fit into that? I'm, I'm not quite sure, but I do know that it keeps communities vibrant. And I think, how do we, in, how do we encompass all, all, it, all arts, like all artists from, from different cultures, from different, uh, backgrounds from different upbringings from different socioeconomic situations different political views because there's some that i don't agree with mr i'll I'll say mr swastika like you know what i'm gonna lay it out there Mm -hmm. uh it's not my thing Uh, i find it reprehensible and offensive Uh, he has certainly done his job as an artist by by creating a dialogue as 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 heinous as as that art is, you know he's. Well, yeah. And go ahead, sue me. I I, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Uh, yeah. But I I have I have to admit, Michael. There's a lot of art that I don't understand. Right. I I just. You know, I I just can't get there, um, in, intellectually with it. Jerry but, Saltzman. Yeah, but ha- having said that. You know, the freedom of expression, the freedom of, um, how can it be limited, right? How can it be limited? Like, who's to say? I agree. So that's, we can get into that. We can spend spend the whole time, like, just talking about that. It's a very slippery slope. But Jerry Saltzman, the critic in New York, Mm -hmm. boiled it down to art, either like it or you don't. That's true. That's true. I either like it or I don't. That's the fundamental. I think on one level we can judge it, and that's whether it's taxpayer funded. That that's that is that can be a judgment, because we we all subscribe to that, right? We all pay into that. Well, that leads me to my next question. Mm -hmm. So, twenty nineteen saw some some contra. Was it twenty nineteen? Did we see? Yeah, we saw a few things that. That were public art was the I think the on the corner of Fifth and or no uh, Queen yeah Fifth and Queensway the parkade was that last year oh the, the green the mer person I yeah the green woman F- publicly funded I, I I mean like I'm not a I'm not a judge but I am a judge it, I don't I just didn't agree actually, with it well it wasn't publicly funded. Oh right, it, it was funded by the realtor, the real estate, real estate, the Northern yeah. Real Estate Board, and I, I was on the adjudication committee. Yeah. So I, I certainly can speak to what was, what was the sentiment in the room about that, um, that piece, and it out of all the submissions, it really and it made the short list quickly. Was it? Well, no. Here's a few questions because it. I think people that I've talked to have found it hard to see how it represents the city, first of all. And second of all, it wasn't a local artist. It was a, it was an mm-hmm. artist from the region. It, 
Well, that's the understanding. Four hours away. That was a little bit of the misunderstanding because it was the Northern Real Estate Board that represents the region. Okay, well, that yeah. And and as far as not a local artist, that's a slippery slope in itself because if we mandate as a city that we only use local artists, that other cities can do the same, and so that it automatically cancels out our local artists doing proposals in other communities. So, Fair enough. Yeah, we Fair have enough. to be yeah. very careful um, when we um, um, when we make that. Oh, those d- you <laughs> people, <laughs> you artists. Well, yeah. Um, I think it, you know what I, I'm okay with it because I think I think it just um, it 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 increases um, the. It increases engagement with, for me, with other artists who I may not engage with otherwise. I think so. I thought it was a quite a vibrant image. It was a green. Obviously, it was an environmental um, a message there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know UNBC certainly is green university. So then the community is really, yeah. really sort of stepping up on that. Um, yeah. Having said that, there are other pieces of public art that I have been personally quite horrified with. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, and, um, and I don't even know if it's still if we're still trying to get that one eradicated. <laughs> I, no, sorry, I will, that uh, was the wrong term, eradicated. Um, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to be canceled by anybody. Um, you know the cancel culture. Uh, I, I so I hesitate yeah. to use the word er- the word eradicate. Um, yeah, I think it needs to be changed. Or upgraded, or or maybe not called art because it. Yeah, that's I'm, not for us to decide, <laughs> I right? <laughs> I say that with a little tongue, tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek. So, yeah, do we have anything coming up? Any, I, I mean, without get without giving too much away, like because you don't want to, you you don't want to, you can't put out a call for artists until it's time to put out the call for artists. Do you see in your in your crystal ball more public public art? Not at this particular moment. Mm, that's um, unfortunate. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure what's on the on the on the slate for 2020. There have been some private. There have been. Yeah, yeah uh, there's some the, murals. The the what's that cute little store over on Fifth? The the thrift. Is the it thrift store. Thrift, thrifty yeah. thrifty something. Thrifty something. Yeah. No, they've that's done a great, great job. Beautiful yeah. job. And. Uh, that was last. That was in 2019. I, I'm not sure if there was, there was, there was much else. But those things. Um, do, do you have any money from the black and white ball that go into that? No, no, no. no it's a specific. Most of the programs for, here. Yeah. yeah, I do know that certainly. Um, when we move, the Arts Council moves downtown in the near future. You can read my mind. <laughs> we, I mean, like that'll be our that'll be our segue <laughs> into the that, next. That you know, I've already. Um, there's quite a few projects that I would love to to tackle. Yeah. Um, and and being present downtown gives us the opportunity to do that. I I think there are some certainly some um, really sort of avant garde canvases that you know that people may not think that could be transformed into. Uh, artistic space. I, I'm just gonna, I mean, interjecting mm-hmm. here. We say avant-garde. I, as I was for the month of November of 2019, I was the uh, artist in residence for Almanica Arts. Mm-hmm. 
and I put on a workshop, uh, an abstract workshop, and I, I, I learned a few things myself on how to conduct a workshop better uh, just by looking at things that I did or didn't do. But also, I, I taught the people that were there that, or they came to realize that abstract art isn't as easy as as some may think it is so so seeing those avant-garde canvases yeah 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 and and encourage people to like think differently there's a lot of potential and and i've i've been blessed because in prior to coming to the arts council i spent 11 years with communities in bloom and winter lights which is Mm -hmm. a national program traveling wow to hundreds of little communities under 10,000 was my catchment and it was just fascinating on on how they tackled poorly developed spaces Mm -hmm. in a very creative way Uh, under 10,000 your community gives you a little bit more license to move around a little bit Mm -hmm. when you're in our size there's there's some bigger hoops to jump through yeah but i think that if things are edited and and um sort of proposed a little differently they certainly could could they could certainly be developed here well, I yeah I, and i have a i have a whole huge binder full of ideas well i used i would in a in a typical year i would go to maybe 12 communities mm-hmm. uh, all across canada so i've been everywhere from Happy Valley Goose Bay to Cowhead, Newfoundland, all the <laughs> <Nice>. way, <laughs> all the way to you know, um, oh wow, uh, little communities up, up in northern British Columbia um, that are just doing amazing things. You know, mm-hmm. lots in Alberta, Saskatchewan, Ontario. Uh, Quebec is the only c- the province that we didn't visit um, with under ten thousand, but it, you know, it was just remarkable. Um, what, what, you know, people do because they, they may not have all the resources in the world. So they, they think differently, right? They think outside the box. They certainly do. And they, and they, and they network differently. And it's, and I think you actually get, you know, and, and of course they don't have the big budgets either. Right. So it really, I think it's almost a blessing sometimes. The perfect example of that. I don't, they're not under 10,000, but it's Quinnell. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Their space. We were supposed to go down there. You and you and Sean and I. We never we never got a chance to go on a road trip. He wanted to ride in a pickup truck. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to ride in the back of the pickup truck and listen to some music and just have a road trip. Uh, I'll still have to oblige him. We were going to do that, I think, but uh, we never did. And uh, there's but always, that gallery, there's always time. There's always time. <laughs> There's always there's another thing about artists. Oh, you know, I'll do it when I'm I'll 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 create more when when I'm done this, or I'll create more after that, or when I retire, or you know what? You got time now. Just, That's true. Just yeah, yeah. You just gotta make it. You got it. Let's go it's get there. in our pickup truck right yeah. now, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> my pickup truck's Sean. Sean, can you hear me? <laughs> my pickup truck is downstairs. We can go anytime. Beautiful gallery, Cornell yeah. Art. Uh, it's it's a it's a lovely space. Totally different than our space. Their walls are all white, mm-hmm. and so so it was a challenge because I love our space, the black walls. Right? This has been quite the lively debate, and I and I do, and I'm I'm glad you said that because I I found that the younger 
more millennial artists coming in are more white wall oriented. Hmm. And it's the artists that are older and more established love the black walls. That's interesting. Yeah. I it it, it kind of gives me a little bit of a chuckle. Will, now here's a question for because uh, we were talking about the new space. Uh, yes. And do we have a timeline? Rough? The, my, I've been saying spring of 2021. Okay. But don't be surprised if we go a little earlier. Who knows, now, right? Will the gallery there, the feature gallery, will it be larger? I'm, I'm optimistic. Because that, that foyer would be like a great gallery space. Well, yeah, we may have to look at. Uh, <laughs> I'm winking. <laughs> <laughs> we we just have to may look look at how to do it differently. Yeah. Right, and and what is a gallery space? What is a public space? Those are the questions. Mm-hmm. Um, is it confined by four walls, or or is it a a series of of um, street windows, right, or shop windows, yeah. where you can peer in. What does that look Both. like, right? Um, and outside. Yeah, yeah. Can you can you can you be outside or yeah or outside space outside as well? Outside the four walls and the the walls actually the walls the outside walls. Well, that's it, right? Yeah. And you know, certainly, you know, one of the ideas that Sean and I have been looking at is illumination for the building and what that looks like and and. Um, we we really feel there's an opportunity there with all of the technology with holograms and and um Ooh. and d- doing the is it laser sort of there's also generated images um, yeah I've, which have become very very cost of, uh, effective or afford- affordable mm-hmm. um not so much 10 years ago it was you know relatively new but right now it's within reach it's within reach and it's something that it's not necessarily done downtown or I haven't seen any of it. Um, but, you know, for to have a, a very modern looking building with um, changing images, I, I think it's very interesting. And we're hoping it's certainly on our wish list. I'm just uh, there. I was, I'm going to go back to because we were talking about outside and some of the mm-hmm. there was just a recent installment because um, I follow Twyla Exner. Mm hmm. And I th- and I ca- the sculpture with the ravens. Have you seen that? It's in it's in the uh, it's in the garden at the learning garden. Oh I, yeah, I did read the article, but the I library. haven't seen it yet. Yeah, where yeah. it's movable, and there's a few ravens around, That's and I right. love ravens, so I'm like, I gotta go check this yeah. out. I'll so be down it's, there. Yeah. yeah, so it's the the technology of art is is of interest to us. Um, yeah, and I think we have a huge oppor- opportunity to. To really change our direction because we we have we've built fifty years here, right? Mm-hmm. And we need to build the next fifty years in our new location. I I encourage artists to embrace technology. Yes, like yeah. use it. Uh, I got uh, we were talking on Boxing or Chris, uh, <laughs> Christmas Eve about about I was go I'm going back to my digital roots. Like, I still love yeah. to paint, and I'll go downstairs in, in, in my home studio and paint. But more often than not, you'll find me upstairs in, in the other space where where I'm like, how can I how can I do this? How can I do that? How can I incorporate this new technology into uh, pieces, of, pieces of art? 
right? And um, but I want to so traditionally, let's. I want to go w- jump to art battle. We didn't have an art battle this year. We didn't. We no. we had to change our time, the time frame, because we were finding our September art battle. The winner wasn't getting to regionals till July of the yeah. following year, and so we're scheduled for March. And you'll, if artists are listening to this, hopefully they are, uh, you'll be seeing the um, the invitation come out um, first thing in the new year. March. Um, and in and we only have nine artists. So nine. yeah, nine. so the selection, twelve, twelve. Sorry, um, yeah. So the selection. Um, yeah, it'll be quick and furious and fast and it's intense, man. It's intense, right? I encourage it, you know, yeah. I, I encourage artists to to like when I it was Kathy Travers and that's probably one of our other topics. We lost a, a a wonderful patron of the arts in Kathy Travers, but she encouraged me. She kept bugging me. I don't know if you remember that on the radio, yeah, on the air. That's right. Encouraging me to apply. Have you applied yet? Have you applied yet? Have you applied yet in that in that annoying Boston accent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It really is a phenomenal event. And I, yeah, obviously we, we felt a little, we missed it in September, but knowing it's upcoming in March, I, and, and at the, of course, with one of our community partners, the Prince George public library is the venue. Are they going to, is that the venue? That's the venue (gasps) upstairs. Um, Upstairs. Quite a big space upstairs. As you come up the into the upper level, which will all be cleared out, that's going to be cool. But they are they do such phenomenal programming that we we just feel gravitated towards them, and of course we partner with them with the teen art to teen art yeah, workshop, yeah. Um, uh, which ah, I was so I had a workshop to, I had a workshop I put right, on yeah. uh, Christmas ornaments. That one was that the. Was that the one? No, that was my abstract one that I was putting on when I couldn't get to. Because I love, I love encouraging young artists, Mm -hmm. and and that's one of that's one of your. I don't know if it's a mandate that's in been written down for the community arts council, but you certainly do encourage uh, young artists to uh, maybe step outside their comfort zone, mm-hmm. get involved in, in the Pro D-Day, the, the Art Monkeys. The Art Monkeys. The Art yeah. Monkeys. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and programs for Pro D-Days and uh, the Teen Art Workshop and the Teen, the teen Art Showcase. Showcase, Which, yeah. if people, if you haven't gone out to check out, if you haven't gone to check that out, there are some, there are some talented young people that are, and I always say they're going to be telling our story. Yes, definitely. Right? Oh. And uh, and and they're out there, so we need to encourage them. Last year was just phenomenal, and this year we'll we're the exhibit will be in the up the stairway. Yeah, as you go upstairs, not in the Keith Gordon room like yeah. we had last year. Well, it was tough in the Keith Gordon room. They sometimes they have events in there, and and so they have things up, and you can't really get around behind like a screen or whatever to be able to see some of the artwork. So the timing, you have to your timing. But if it's on that circular stairway going up to the second, yeah, it'll, it'll look good. It'll yeah, look it'll really look good. great. And when yeah. is that? Um, that's the end of February, end and you'll February. see you'll see yeah. the the advertisements come so out. So there's like so we're gonna see the the black and white ball being advertised pretty soon. 
Yep. We're going to see the art battle. Art battle. I'm yeah. going to get, you know, I practice and I practice and I practice like last year only to find out that, oh. Can I, can I um, let a little secret out? Sure. Just on your podcast. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anybody that. <laughs> don't. Okay. <laughs> um, art battle is now allowing um, any type of um, medium paint form. Yeah. And you, and you, you're, you are allowed to bring your own paints. Oh. <gasps> Um and your own. Why? Yeah, Remember, own, I was bugging products. you that year. Yeah, I, I was have. bugging you. Can I wanted to I know, bring something? I God know, but we're it. mandated by the licensing agreement. Yeah. And but I got an email from Simon, and he's one of the the creators of Art Battle, and he wanted to let everybody know that uh, they have opened that up. So all watercolorists, oil painters, and however, I obviously acrylic paint. Wow. Um, um, but you know, just so everybody knows that you, that we don't supply it, it, that the artists have to bring it. Yeah. So we'll but we'll supply the canvas. Su- yeah, the canvas. Will you still supply paint for those that don't want? To? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, yeah. just in case something goes wrong, and you know, and you need extra paint, we'll have our paint table set up. Because I'll tell you, but you're not you're yeah. not obliged to use it. Not like we have that's in the past. That's fantastic. I yeah. mean, that's. That because allows people that may that I think that'll encourage people that say, "Oh, well, that's not my medium." Mm-hmm. To I mean, I mean, Cliff Mann always had this, you know, he not not trouble, but he he's a he's a he's a fantastic watercolor artist, mm-hmm. and uh, I know he may do with watering down his acrylic paint to sort of almost mimic, but I mean, you really can't. Yeah, well, Cliff, so that would encourage some good watercolor. Yeah, Cliff Mann started off as an oil painter, yeah. so he certainly has spanned quite a few different paint forms. We know that. We know that on Arts North because he was actually the first. He was our first not not podcast, but he was the kickoff of the whole Arts North media empire. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we did the interview, Jonathan that's from Shaw? Right. From yeah, Shaw? yeah, that's that, right. that yeah. was yeah. So he was the he was the impetus for Arts North. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cliff, he likes the attention. You wouldn't know. You look so <laughs> shy. Um, so we got, but there's another. There's going to be two art battles. One is a sanctioned event. Where, mm-hmm. So let's explain to people. They we register artists and we're chosen or not chosen depending mm-hmm. on i don't know what i don't know what the criteria is uh, we don't have to get into that um, so then we we compete here in the city that's right then we compete regionally or provincially um, provincially in vancouver um, is the qualifier for the nationals for the nationals yeah. Corey hardiman that's who, right. Who went through yeah. that, made it to the Nationals. Yeah, she competed in Toronto. In Toronto. Phenomenal, yeah. And then from there, people, dig this, it's Inter- worldwide, yeah. international. international. So this isn't just like some tiny, tiny event. This is a big deal. And we've had some talented people uh, go far. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um And so, yeah, so it'll be the qualifier in March, and then we'll have an exhibition in in September, mm-hmm. so we're not quite sure um, what that looks like. I, our battle national has been doing quite a bit of work with school districts, and I know Lance Haynes is the lead uh, for the school districts um, locally, mm-hmm. and um, it 
you really could possibly see an under 18. I was supposed yeah. to get a call, mm-hmm. I think, from somebody in some school. <laughs> they, and they said, we want you to come in and talk to the students in that our was, school. That was Lance, yeah. Prepping them for, yeah. So, and tell it, them what it's about and give them... Mm-hmm. I think she wanted an edge. This was a female. Yeah, definitely. And, and yeah. she was like, "Give them an edge over the other." I like. I don't know about giving yeah. them an edge, but I can. I can let them know what they're in for. Yeah. Right? So we're definitely committed to helping Lance and 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 the school district. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in any fantastic. way we can, like. And no six by six. No more six by six. No more six by six. Yeah. Poor I, six by six. Well, you know, sometimes events just time themselves out. Yeah. And, you know, it six by six was created for, as a networking opportunity, a mentoring opportunity to, to for emerging artists and established artists to, you know, to all be in the same room. There was never supposed to be signatures or names on the pieces. It was mm-hmm. all anonymous. Um, but, you know, and over the years, I think we've been extremely successful. We've gotten to know that we wouldn't otherwise some phenomenal artists that, that decided to take that leap of faith and to create a little six by six and yeah. to submit it. And I can only imagine how that feels when you look on the bid sheet and your little six by six is just, you know, I somebody's know. fighting for it. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know either. But I, you know, I've heard from so many new artists that the, the excitement of that was just everything to them. I, I like, well, no, I, I shouldn't say I, I, I wouldn't know. I, I haven't, unfortunately, the timing of things in life and I haven't been able to make it to a six by six. Mm-hmm. I was... I was supposed to do the last six by six. I was supposed to do some live podcast there in the thing, but where I was at FanCon. Yeah, FanCon. And my, my, my boss had a a fainting episode or whatever it was. I don't, I'm not really sure, but she's, I mean, she's okay. And unfortunately I couldn't make it. Uh, But I have sold things at, at at some pieces at, at prior um, best damn little art auction in Prince George, six by six. And um, it's fantastic. Yeah, we right? were nine years. So I think that, you know, sometimes you, we need a change, right? Yeah. And and certainly with this, the popularity of Art Battle um, and with the, with the opportunity to help maybe the school district, our energy is best placed elsewhere. Spring Art Bazaar? Oh, yeah, that's, that's a definite. After, yeah. what, 40... Oh, 45, 46, 46, 46, 46, I think I'm going to, that's a lot. I may, that's a lot of chili. (laughs) I may, that's a lot of chili. I love chili. I may, I will probably be, I will probably be on the citizen team. Nice. With Neil and Sean. (laughs) And God help us all. (laughs) I know. I think this is going to be fun. These are, those are my people. I, I have a little, little story of Neil. I think the first year they were in. Here he is. I'm coming up to his booth, and he's got this big, huge Costco of minced garlic. And he's got this big spoon in there, and he's just spoon <laughs> after spoon oh after spoon of minced garlic. And I'm like, oh, my God, what are you doing? He had no idea. He had no recipe, no nothing. It was probably one of the best chilies I've tasted oh, in a really? long time. The little bits, of, the little bits of garlic were just delightful, and they actually 
I think they placed third that year. Um, but yeah, no, and of course he wears it just sort of. Yeah. The public library. The public is library, the, they're the ones to beat. Is they're the ones to beat. Two years in a row. And, you know, mm. and when, when, when the radio station finally dethroned uh, Shirley Bond, uh, we only did it for a year with our, with our Crossroads chili recipe. I, <laughs> Crossroads. I have this picture of Keith Richards, and it says, so you go down to the crossroads, <laughs> and who do you see? <laughs> and who shows up? And it's Keith Richards. But uh, Crossroads Chili, we did one year, and then after that, we just sort of like uh, we we were like a like a one hit one. <laughs> I yeah, it's it's interesting. Like I, you never know um, where the public is going with it, and because I read all the ballots, right, and and people mark down their comments. Yeah. And so they they take it extremely seriously. So you know, and they they'll, in fact, you know, they'll take the back of the ballot and they'll write out comments on almost, almost all the teams and all the teams' chili. And you're like, wow, that's mm-hmm. that's that's food critic that stuff, is, right? Yeah. That's that's valuable. Well, you know, I was surprised, uh, and it's and it's great because it's it's as subjective as art. Yes. Right. And yeah, so I was, yeah. I can't remember whose chili it was. Was it Christina Watts or was it, I think it was the PGSOs that year or a couple of years ago. And I was like, this is the best chili that I've ever, and they, I, they don't even, they didn't even make it in the top three. And I was like, so disappointed. Yeah. Oh, it was the year yeah. that the radio station won and I voted for the PGSOs. <laughs> Look at you on the radio. I don't care. Okay, don't tell Reg. Gonna, well, there's my wife at Art Battle. She bid on uh, a couple pieces. She won. She won because of the auction afterwards. After mm-hmm. Art Battle, the pieces are put up for auction, and uh, and she won a Carl uh, Joseph and okay. a Cat Valcourt. Nice. And told me that oh no, I I didn't vote for you at all. Oh dear. <laughs> I'm okay with that, right? Yeah. I'm okay with that because it's subjective. And my actually, my piece was rather because that, that art battle. I'll tell you, like if you, I encourage people I, to practice. Yeah, you gotta and practice. I, and, I, and I do want to say, I I would be. It's very. It, I don't want people to coming through the door voting for their friends. And it never happens that way, right? I the, I would be very. It would be very discouraging to me. If that were the case, I want them to vote for the best piece. Well, and I think- so, you know, I, you know, I, I'm very hopeful that 99% of the attendees do that. I and, agree. And, um, um, you know, I, I just hope, you know, if, if you are coming to our battle and voting for your friend, just want you to maybe think about that a little bit more mm-hmm. because that's not the nature of the event. I I know that uh, there are some events in town where that where the audience gets uh, uh, loaded, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, with with friends, I I haven't I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that at Art Battle. There's a lot of people that that come through the doors who I I've never I've never met. I've never seen. It is a different crowd, certainly. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're hoping to have because we're limited with our. Um, occupancy because of our liquor license Mm -hmm. Um, hoping that the library gives us a little more uh, room Mm -hmm. for more people to come Um, you know we do sell tickets in advance so if you don't get your ticket and we're sold out you're not getting in 
So we have to abide by liquor control. So, so the I must because we're we're getting short on time. Mm-hmm. We've been here for almost an hour already. Nice. Uh, that's coming out in January. Yes. The the invitations or in the application because you apply online. Yeah. You apply, send in some. Is it? Do you have to send in pieces or just apply? You apply with photographs of your okay. p- of pieces, yeah. And then the there will be an announcement for um, uh, the teen art workshop coming right. up or uh, showcase, showcase at the library. Yeah. Uh, wonderful, wonderful people at the library. Just awesome su- supporters of the arts as well. Uh, and then there's the black and white ball in May. In is it May? May? Yeah. 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 That's it. That's, that's, I think that is one of the, has, will become, if, if it hasn't already, the, uh, the event, right? One of the, the, right? Events of the, of, of the year. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The artists involved, the music performers. Um, Sean. 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 Oh, Sean was just Not many phenomenal. people know that Sean is a classically trained pianist who uh, has played uh, in, in some on some 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 pretty big stages oh absolutely yeah yeah he is he is just remarkable yeah so we've you know that certainly is a, a huge treat um so we encourage everybody and of course the culinary the civic center chef george and and bob and all of everybody at the civic center what they did with the food oh heavens i was just it was amazing. It was amazing. Just when be- is, beautiful. When is the announcement going to be for the artists in residence? Um, first, first week in the new year that Ooh, we will yeah. will have to obviously inform the the the, um, the chosen applicant and and then we'll make the public announcement. The interview process is tough. Not really. It was okay. Well, was we okay. wanted to them to get their their applications in by the deadline. So. Yeah. We have a little bit of, and we don't want to cloud that announcement over the holidays. So first thing in the new year. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's wonderful, and uh, I'll have to let Christine Heinzman know, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, get the citizen down there. Absolutely. Uh, Jack Greenhouse is coming back for in February to oh, direct uh, "It's at One Dumb." Excellent. Uh, it's going to be a, a great show. I got to photograph that show uh, and help with it. Um, what else have we got? That's I think you know that's it, right? We'll we'll keep posted. We'll, we're gonna have to do this every six months, not just. I would love to. Yeah, and we'll get Sean up here again, right? He was a little he, he was a little rigid last time. I he's got he's got to cut loose. Maybe if you're here with him. Well, yeah, if we both do the show, I th- yeah I think. So we'll look at that in six months. Lisa Redpath. I don't know if we touched on everything, but we touched on a lot, and we got into some deep conversations. We solved the. The art world's problems, <laughs> <laughs> or created more it's about time. depends on who's listening. <laughs> if you can read into my subliminal shit, right? Uh, sub, yeah. Anyway, subtext. Uh, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. Thank you. Michael. Arts North is a production of Take 5 Media and recorded at the CFIS FM studios here in beautiful Prince George, British Columbia. You can also find Arts North on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. If you're interested in viewing the video interviews, go to YouTube, look for Take 5 Media, or stop by our website, www.take5media.com.